Welcome to the Own Your Hustle podcast. My name is Ruby Lee. I'm a side hustle coach, entrepreneur, and all the energy you need to turn your idea into freedom. Here's a little something about me. I was once nearly fired for having a side hustle, and today I dedicate my life and business to enabling early stage entrepreneurs everywhere to create options in their career and abundance on their own terms, some while still balancing a day job. Side hustlers are the future of work, and I am unapologetic for our ambition. From working through your hundred ideas to creating a successful sideline business, I'll share my own experiences, practical tips, and help you crush through those mindset blockers. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. Up for a little personal branding chat today. I am sure you are, which is why you've clicked onto this episode. And I particularly want to get down and dirty with personal branding myths and things that we just tell ourselves in the industry that we can't do, or we just presume everybody else is thinking the same thing. So, this is what I've heard from thousands and thousands of you in my community, private clients I work with, group coaching sessions that I do. I have collected the top myths, and I'm going to bust them for you right here in this podcast. Okay, so let me just ask you this. Do you think your employer owns your personal brand? Do you think if you go all out on LinkedIn with videos, with content, with commenting, with sharing your own articles and posts, that you'll get fired? Are you unsure after all of these years representing somebody else's brand, representing a corporate brand, what your personal brand actually is and you just kind of tell yourself, oh, it's too hard and I'm not even going to bother? And lastly, are you anxious about everyone saying it's time to break out and do the video thing on LinkedIn or get more active on socials or post more Instagram stories so people get a sense of your personal brand? But every time you think about doing it and pushing the go live button or pushing the post button, you literally feel your palms go that little bit sweaty. Oh my gosh, do I have the episode for you. So stick around. This podcast is made just for you if you fall into one of those categories. And of course, if you know anyone that's thought that in the past and you are banging your head against the wall telling them, why are you thinking that? Tag them in this podcast or share it with them because I honestly feel that it is time this generation and the future of work gets real with what personal branding actually is. And to be honest, most of us just need to move past some of the doubts and some of the fears and some of the thoughts that we have in our own heads that's truly holding us back from creating a hustle and a career of our dreams. Now, if you're a side hustler wanting to make the leap and you know that you're going to, let's say, within the next like six months or so, you know it's really close. You might have already put a lot of pillars into, into place to do so. Or let's say you've been in corporate for some time and you know that it's coming to an end and you either want to do a bit of a career transition, you want to do a 180, you might want to start your own consulting business, you're ready to do something and try something brand new and you 
realize now, oh shit, I've left it too late. I really should have started this whole personal branding thing that everyone's talking about a lot sooner. Or, you know, you kind of feel like, crap, have I missed the boat? Or how do I start? And then you get into this like big circle of telling yourself that I should have started earlier, but oh God, do I even bother doing it now? Maybe I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and it's going to be fine. No, like get out of that loop. The thing is we get into thought loops about personal branding and you never ever get out of it. This is me actually giving you a very gentle nudge to say, get out of that personal branding loop that you're telling yourself it's not worth it or that you're too boring or that you're too anxious or that, you know, I'm going to go through some myths in a second, all these things that you tell yourself your employer is going to fire you or, you know, people are going to call you out that you're not being authentic. Branding is the long game. It's definitely not overnight. It's not something that you can click your fingers and go, bang, I am suddenly really well known in my space and my industry recognizes that and I'm going to be invited to heaps of speaking gigs and opportunities and I'm going to be given lots of consulting work from my dream clients. That's just not going to happen. Why do you think I'm talking to you in this podcast now to tell you you've got to start right now? You know, I've been consistently messaging on LinkedIn as of recording this podcast for about 70 days. In the 70 days, I have generated over a hundred grand worth of income and a hundred grand worth of business. When I first did, I think it was episode three, I recorded uh, an episode all about creating 65,065 days. Well, here we go. Honestly, that amount just keeps going up and up and up. And it's only because I'm consistently showing up either through podcasting, through Facebook, through my Insta community, and of course, through LinkedIn. But it's taken about three months to get here. And in the longer scheme of things, if you think about it, it's not that long. Three months of getting out of your comfort zone, feeling discomfort, feeling like you're challenging yourself and you're pushing yourself, you know, Every time I go onto a Facebook live stream in my own group, guys, in my own community, I still get the sweats. I literally get so nervous to push go live. And as soon as I do it and I talk to the group and we have Wednesday wind downs in the Own Your Hustle Facebook group, I love it. It is 45 minutes of pure conversation with a side hustle community that, you know, we spend Wednesdays just checking in with each other and talking all about what's going on. We usually pick a theme and off we go. So I really, really want to help you and I want to help you move forward with, you know, some of the lies and some of the misconceptions that you put in your own head. Your employer doesn't own your brand. You do. You're, you definitely won't get fired, but, you know, let's first set the table. Let's make sure that we have everything in place so that you won't get fired and that you feel more supported in going out there and actually speaking to your network. Your personal brand isn't hard to work out either. You know, I've got your back there. I'm going to show you how to do it. And finally, I'm here to ease your anxieties and your fears about creating video or messaging and in general, getting out there on social media. I'm going to help you generate content in a way that is going to be, you know, really free flowing. And it's a way that you can start to think about jumping online, creating yourself a personal brand without absolutely overthinking the fuck out of it, because we're so used to doing that. We're so used to analyzing, oh, you know, what content is going to get the most reach or what engagement is, you know, uh, is going to make me feel successful. We get 
we're so knowledgeable now about how social media works. You know, it's been in our lives now for the better part of 10 years. And as every human being that uses socials, we all have a common language now, you know, number of likes or number of comments, number of shares. 10 years ago, that would have meant absolutely nothing. There's a part of me that wishes that we didn't know much about engagement because it means that we can just show up as who we are. There's a part of me sometimes that thinks, you know, If we didn't have comments, then it's a way just to be able to share and feel like, all right, we don't have to worry about trolls. But the reality is, is that comments, likes and engagement is a way to actually, you know, look into what your network and what your audience want to hear from you. I consistently ask you either, whether it's on my Instagram stories and polls, what do you want to hear from me? What's really bothering you at the moment? I ask my clients, you know, why are you having so many fears about this? How can I help you? And this entire podcast is built on that. And, you know, some of you have said to me, how do you know that I needed to hear that? Or, oh my gosh, you know, the content that you create has absolutely cut through. It's cut through because I generate my content from you. I don't just make it up and think, oh, my audience wants to hear this. I actually ask you through polls, through working with you one-on-one, through my group sessions, through my live streams, you tell me in your own way. Let me bust through personal brand myth number one, and that is your employer owns your brand. You know, I was in a recent event where I was presenting and in the Q&A section right at the end of the presentation, the presentation was all about raising your brand on LinkedIn. And one of the directors raised his hand uh, and he was an owner of the business and he had, uh, you know, I think about 20 or 30 staff members. And he said to me, Ruby, how do I control my employee's brand and how they're speaking on LinkedIn? Here's lesson number one. If your employer is asking that, and if you know your employer has these fears, it's their fear speaking out. And many employers are represented by managers and by individuals and by leadership, by leadership teams that have and will air their own fears. So think about it in the sense that it's not a fear that you are going to say something wrong and that you are going to, you know, totally uh, stain the brand. It's actually their own fear with a loss of control and trust, right? It's a much, much deeper issue than branding. It's a much, much deeper issue than you going out creating a 30-second video on LinkedIn. This is the thing. When you're communicating with your employers, don't make it about them. They've got to create their own sense of understanding and their own sense of, you know, really facing their own fears. If you make it about them, it's going to be a long, drawn-out conversation and you'll go nowhere because they need to realize it for themselves. Make it about you. You know, so this is the thing. If you have this issue with your employer like I did, as you guys know, go back to episode one, I was nearly very fired for having my own voice on LinkedIn and through my blog. And one thing that I do always say is I would have gone back to communicate better. I would have brought my employer along the journey a little bit more to help them understand my motivations and why I did it. You know, my why was to give candidates a little bit more of a look in around how to really get these tips from recruiters who were constantly rejecting them from jobs. (laughs) 
I was seeing all the wrong resumes and all the wrong cover letters. And so I would blog about that and write about that. But I never told my employers the reason why. And they ended up seeing it as a bit of a threat. They were confused. So right now I'm telling you, communicate and appease, communicate and appease. And it's not just once, it's a rinse and repeat process. And we're just in this age where personal branding, especially on LinkedIn and socials from a professional viewpoint is still very much in its adolescence. There are still people that will either fully embrace it 100% and say, go all in. We actually would love more of our employees to do that. And we also have, you know, a lot of the old schoolers who will say, oh my gosh, how do I control my employees? This is not great. Social media is hard to control. You know, it's an actual fear and it's an anxiety point. And it could also be very generational as well. Don't feel like you have to ask for approval or feel like you have to justify why you're raising your brand. If we all did that, you know, we may as well keep asking for bathroom passes every time we need to use the toilet, right? That's not what this is about. It's about opening up lines of communication to show that you're not there to quash the brand. You're actually there to raise it, to share your expertise. You know, a big reason why Sales 101 right now, the real reason why individuals would work with you, whether you're representing a brand or not, is because they know you. They feel like you've shared expertise that speaks to them. A big reason why individuals work with each other is because they find trust through an online voice or through a message. And, you know, it's all about sharing your knowledge because that will essentially help grow the brand that you're working for and your personal brand organically. It's going to help you raise your digital footprint and it's going to help you grow in a way that you probably would never ever expect. Yes, facing the fear of creating content and putting that wholeheartedly out there and being extremely vulnerable, but also drawing in people that you haven't heard from for years. There's people from school that I haven't heard from in like 20 years, quite honestly, from primary school days. And I'm like, what? Where have you been all this time? It helps you get out of your comfort zone. And when you leave your comfort zone, you grow. Try and convey that message to your employers. Make it about you. Don't make it about them. Okay, personal branding myth number two. I'll get fired or people will think that I'm leaving if I update my LinkedIn account. This is old school LinkedIn at its best. Do you remember the day, guys, where every time you updated like your LinkedIn photo or you suddenly polished up your LinkedIn profile and back then it was just by like adding a few more dot points into what you were doing uh, in your current job. Nothing about actually being a content creator, but just like sprucing up your LinkedIn profile a bit. Everyone would freak the fuck out that it would, you know, their employers would think, oh my gosh, they're interviewing at the moment or they're leaving. Can I just say, if you're still thinking that, old school, (laughs) can I get a hell yeah? Honestly, you only, you, you are the only one that's holding yourself back right now. If you were thinking that my God, quite honestly, I remember 
whenever I thought about posting a blog on LinkedIn, like this is probably like five or six years ago, I would literally kind of worry that, okay, if I did this, then would my employer see it? Would my manager see it? And would she just crack it? Turned out she did because again, going back to point one, I didn't really communicate it, but hell, my LinkedIn profile was my LinkedIn profile, you know, seriously. But here's the thing. Here's the guiding light. New school LinkedIn is not just changing slowly it is changing rapidly. There are 500 million users on LinkedIn, less than 1% actually create content, but that is changing more and more and more every day. And by the way, if you think of 1% of 500 million users, that's a hell of a lot of people creating content. And if you're not on that hot tamale train, then well, you know, where are you? Just walking through the desert, thinking, freaking yourself out about putting up a few dot points in your profile thinking, oh my gosh, people are going to see this. Guess what? If you put a video out and it's your first couple of videos, you're probably only likely to have a handful of your network actually see it. It's the consistency. Of course, it's the LinkedIn algorithm, but it's the consistency of your messaging that's going to draw people to you anyway. So seriously, you need to get real with the new school way of thinking on LinkedIn. And, you know, I'm starting to see the likes of directors through to graduates posting and interacting and communicating and collaborating from all around the world. You know, even now I'm starting to communicate with people in America, Asia, the UK, Australia, New Zealand. You know, it's just insane. It's insane the reach that you can get and the message that you can share as an individual not just representing an employer brand, but representing your brand. And if your employer sees this and you're obviously doing it in a way where you're representing and not resenting or not putting out any spiteful messages, I almost guarantee your employer is not going to fire you for it, especially if you did step one, communicate and appease. Personal brand myth number three, I'm not interesting and my brand is boring. I'll tell you what is boring perfect, overproduced, highly curated, scripted content. Boring as fuck. Honestly, that is so boring and uninteresting, not just to me, but for most of social media. Something is changing. Something is ticking over where people want to actually see the real you. They don't want to see content from companies that are doing shiny corporate videos with the, you know, beautifully done blurred backgrounds and the beautifully lit up rooms. No, no. The highest engaging posts that I see on LinkedIn, and trust me guys, I love LinkedIn. I study its behavior. I study engagement. I look at what gets the most amount of posts. There are so many influencers on LinkedIn now who are just everyday people who represent brands and who will literally be either sitting on their kitchen bench talking about what's going on in their in their day they might even be driving. So, you know, obviously they'll have a passenger filming them, but driving, if you're a business development manager or you're in sales, you spend, you know, 70% of your day, right, in the car. And, you know, it's really cool seeing some of those um, content creators just using net time to create content. And it's not boring. It's actually really interesting. It's like, oh, you're going off to your next sales meeting, but you're sharing something about your previous sales meeting. Tell me what's going on. And I can relate to that because I'm like, oh, that's what happened in one of my meetings, right? I'm also seeing how people are really using their day. Like if they're walking in between coffees or if they're parked and 
you know, they're a bit early for their next meeting. They're using that time to actually talk to the camera as if they were talking to one individual. And in fact, because they have that view, they end up being so authentic, just talking about everyday shit that we all think. And it's a way for us to connect with humans behind the job title. That is not boring. It is extremely interesting. And you know, what do you expect from a personal brand coach and mentor? Well, I'm going to say this, document to create, right? I'm sure you've heard this a hundred thousand times. Gary V says it all the time. Document your life. You don't have to put together a 12-month content plan and link it back to this, you know, special offer and link it back to a launch. If it does do that and you are strategically minded that way, that is so beautifully done. And I honestly commend you for doing that because that is awesome. If you can do both seamlessly, and I personally probably need to get better at that. But in saying that, you can't move past feeling boring if you don't really know yourself first. Start with understanding your values. Get a reality check on your personal brand. Ask people in your network and your community what their view is on your brand. Your personal brand isn't what you think your brand is. Your personal brand is what people say about you when you leave the room. Your personal brand is your legacy. Your personal brand is what people are going to say in years to come about how you worked on that project or how you collaborated or how you just unapologetically showed up. Get bigger than your own bullshit right now. You are not boring. Every single human is so uniquely made. We all have our own algorithms. We're all coded a different way. We all think in such a fascinating, fascinating way. We are multi-talented humans and we have so much to offer this world. It is such a shame if you feel you don't have anything to offer. You 100% do. Every time I sit down with someone for a coffee, I walk away just thinking, oh my gosh, what an amazing world we live in, where you can sit down with someone literally for 15 minutes and learn something. Honestly, if you are still feeling really tied down and you feel sick to your gut, not knowing how to create content because you feel like you are not significant enough or you don't have a job title, you don't have anything interesting to say, Get a mentor and a cheerleader in your life to push you along that journey. And you don't need much of a push, to be honest. Honestly, some of the people I work with, it takes four weeks and they're flying. They are off and away, but never, ever, ever lose the secret sauce. And do you know what the secret sauce is? It's being vulnerable. It's jumping on camera and saying, guys, I feel scared. Or guys, I am so nervous right now to do this. Or just saying, like I did in my first podcast, I am really, really nervous. If you can hear my voice shaking, it's because I don't really know what I'm doing. (laughs) And there is so much vulnerability in this world that is beautiful and wonderfully captured. And it is absolutely disarming when you're growing your personal brand and definitely when you're speaking to your employers and you want to help bring them along that journey. I hope this episode and this podcast is helping you just take action and create momentum in your side hustle, in your career, in your personal brand, in moving forward. You know, in my introduction, I say this entire podcast is about crushing 
brushing through those mindset blockers, which is my favorite subject of all time, but also being able to give you tactical tips like this subject today. Let me know what your thoughts are. I would love to hear how you are going to translate this into action. Now, if you still need a push and if you honestly feel like I still don't know where to start, but I feel like I need to start... In the show notes, there is a downloadable called the Personal Brand Reality Check. Download it. It is free to download and it is going to give you a step-by-step guide on actually getting a reality check on your personal branding. It is the number one place to start. It is honestly where you need to be in order to take massive, massive action in your side hustles, in your career. I can't wait for you to get started. And as always, if this content has made an impact, I'd love for you to just leave me a rating, whether you're listening to it in CastBox or on Apple. I'd love to hear from you. And as always, take a screenshot of this episode, tag me in Instagram, underscore Ruby Lee, underscore friend me if we're not already connected. And honestly, I cannot wait to see all of your beautiful faces, voices, posts, messaging all over LinkedIn as you grow your personal brand. Cannot wait to see you on the gram. And remember, you can absolutely own your hustle. Okay, so that is it for today's episode. Now, if you loved it and you have questions, send me a direct message on Instagram at underscore Ruby Lee underscore. I hang out there all the time and upload my Instagram stories. Now, if you're also on Facebook, join me over at the Own Your Hustle Facebook group. You get to see more of me live and join in on all the fun as I interview side hustlers doing their thing. If this episode has helped you out in any way at all, it would be absolutely incredible if you could A, share it with another hustler who needs to hear this message and B, head on over to iTunes and leave me a quick review. Let me know what hit home the most and feel free to request new topics for me to cover and I'll make it happen for you. Okay, until next time, remember, say it with me now, you can absolutely own your hustle. See you soon, guys.